0: Hey, It's Cameo, and welcome. Just like you, I wear many hats, and sometimes I feel overwhelmed by the demands of everyday life. And there was a time when I felt lost, stuck, and unsure of how or where to start the transformation that I needed. And that's why we're here, to share experiences, lessons, tools, and tips for shaking up your life and living for you. I'm glad you're here, so let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to The Cameo Show. I'm your host, Cameo, and today our special guest is my husband, Greg. Hi, Greg. How are we doing? Today, we're going to talk about ego. And ego is something that has come up in our household a million times a day, every single day for the last several years as we've been learning about ourselves and learning about each other. And Greg is rereading currently the book Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And Greg, you were sharing with me the other day, a story that's in the book um, that I think is just a really great way to open up this conversation around ego. So please share.
1: So if you know me, uh, you know, I'm a huge music fan, music lover. And for many decades, I've been a huge fan of a band called Metallica, which you may have heard of. And they started off back in 1980 as a band. Their original guitarist, They had to get rid of due to some, you know, substance abuse issues. Uh, But they hired a very young aspiring guitarist named Kirk Hammett, barely 20 years old. Uh, So just a young kid and gets this opportunity to be in this very, very uh, promising band, Metallica. And I love this story because it really shows the power of being ego-less in situations that life presents to us. So Kirk joined the band, and he could have just wrote it out and been like, hey, I'm in Metallica now, and this is all good, and I'm, I'm, I'm good enough to be in the band, so this is it. And what he did, though, instead was put his ego away and said, I have an opportunity of a lifetime here, and I want to make the most of it. So he went on to immediately get guitar lessons from Joe Satriani. So he studied under Joe Satriani for two years. And Joe were- Satriani is... A very, very, very excellent guitar player in the Bay Area, San Francisco. And while Metallica was riding and doing little tours for *Kill 'Em All* and *Ride the Lightning* albums, uh, they were also home in between all those times. And he would study with Joe Satriani, you know, taking weekly lessons. And he was very, very intense as a teacher and showing him all the different methods of guitar and theory that Kirk didn't know at that time. So. The moral of the story is now that Metallica has went on to sell over a hundred million albums, they're arguably one of the biggest bands of all time. A lot of that has to do with Kirk Hammett and his very melodic, very uh, interesting guitar work that he brings to the table that if that wasn't one of the ingredients in Metallica's music, who knows, it might not be as big and as mainstream as it has become. So, uh, Lars, James, you know, the other guys in the band, kind of the main guys, they get a lot of the spotlight, but Kirk Hammett, you know, just an amazing story about how much power comes from putting your ego away and doing the work. So that's what I love about that story.
0: Yeah. It would have been really easy for him at that point to be like, I made it like I'm good enough. I'm in this big band. We're going to be huge. And just kind of stop honing in his skill and craft, but putting his ego aside and learning from someone better than him, right? With plenty of room to grow, took him being egoless. And I think egoless is such an interesting concept because, like you said, we talk about being an egomaniac. We talk about ego as being this big, boisterous personality or persona, but we never talk about being egoless where we, are still confident. We still feel good about ourselves, but we just kind of set aside the judgment that comes along with ego, right? So,
1: well, one other thing too is that story is a very magnified, big story, but it also can relate to every single one of us in our life. No matter if I, uh, you know, no matter what your job is or what your station is in life at this time, you can always study at night when you get home you can always find a mentor you can always sharpen your your skills if you want to you know you're not you're not stuck even if you're the CEO of a company why not sharpen your skills to become a CEO of companies or if you're doing customer service very front end of a company and you want to someday be the CEO well there's a roadmap for that but getting out of your own way and, and not allowing your ego to say, Hey, we've made it. We're here. This is good. You know, but thinking like, but what if I really go for it? And what if I really focus on the areas where I'm weak at maybe or, or where I need to grow, you know? So
0: yeah. Well, and that's also just a great example of where ego jumps in to protect us, right? So it's not just I'm good here. It's Also, that sometimes we are here and we want to be somewhere else, but we're too afraid because our ego is telling us stories about who do you think you are or why do you think you could do better than where you are currently. And so instead of stepping outside of our comfort zone and trying something new, we let that little voice inside of our head take over and tell us stories about all the what ifs or the the bad things that could potentially happen versus the good things. And ego jumps in to protect us simply because we're triggered. Like there's something inside of us that hasn't been healed, or when we've been hurt, it hasn't processed through yet. And so our ego jumps in to protect us, which can inhibit our ability to see the bigger picture or to take on something that requires us to be confident and takes courage.
1: Yeah, I mean, even just in our own personal our personal lives. You know, if I am not fully confident, if I'm like going through some stuff, if we're fighting, if things aren't right, you know, and getting through the holidays, it's so stressful going a hundred different directions. If we're not right, my defense mode kicks in. And I know this recently, like my ego kicked in and took over and ego is driving the ship. And it's like, oh, she's bad. She's bad. What she's saying is she's the enemy, you know? And then I have these filters then of like, you're trying to hurt me, you know? I mean, and that, that's just ego telling me stories to protect me. But at the end of the day, it's not real. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not, it's not that you're some monster with three horns. That's no. going well, to try On most like, days. Yeah. But my ego, if you can hear the thoughts in my head, sometimes it's like, my God, that's not who she is. But
0: I'm glad I can't hear the thoughts in your head sometimes because it could be scary in there. It's scary in mine. Sometimes Um, we've had that conversation around the ego a lot. Like when we are fighting where it'll be like, is that really you or is that your ego talking right now? Like, hang on a second, take off the ego shield and let's talk about what like is really happening under the surface. What's bothering you? What's the narrative? What evidence do you have to support that? Or is it just literally your ego running amok. And in my book, I talk about this idea of a check ego light that like it's a silent alarm that goes off. And with practice, I mean it doesn't happen every time by any means, but like through practice, this little alarm will go off where sometimes I can stop myself before it even happens, before my ego takes over and my mouth opens and I start start going, um, or my thoughts run away. But it takes practice because it's your ego is just eager to always jump in to save you or to protect you or to tell you protect itself, right? Protect. Ego protects itself. Like I don't want to be hurt yeah. on the inside.
1: That's kind of the, uh, from reading that I've I read that in your manuscript there, but like, for me now, it's almost like a challenge. Like if we are maybe not doing good, if we're arguing about something or disagreement and I'll kind of be more of an observer. I'll kind of take a step back, proverbial step back and go, let me just observe myself here and how I'm going to respond. Like you might say something that's like a total layup for my ego to be like, oh, here it comes. Here we go. Oh yeah, this we heard this before. But instead of having an emotional response, like emotional is what feeds that ego. Mm -hmm. Like it's trying to stay very, you know, stoic and very calm and very rational is like a superpower in that moment because there's like a moment where here it comes over the fence to me. What am I going to do with it? And it's just very powerful to be able to go and not say anything or you might be right. Just not engage in any kind of emotional warfare or egotistical warfare and divert in that moment And let the thing calm down and then maybe revisit it when emotions aren't so revved up and you can think logically about, hey, you know, earlier when you brought that up, it made me think of this. And that makes me feel vulnerable, Mm -hmm. which for a guy, I mean, this is just hard stuff to do because we're we just want to fix it mode and and be efficient. And so like you throw it at me, I'm going to I want to fight about it now. But to yeah. be able to like divert and handle when we're calm and ego is just kind of like not a player in the game, way more, way more efficient and and productive.
0: Yeah. And what do you think it is that you've been able to implement into your life or how you've been able to practice not reacting right out of the gate, taking a second yeah. to take a deep breath and gather your thoughts and respond appropriately versus charged by emotion or with your ego driving? Like, what are things that work for you?
1: Well, I guess it all starts with this. You have to understand that as a human being, we're probably 95% or more on autopilot all the time, or mm-hmm. whether we realize that or not, uh, or, or want to come to terms with that, but we are from the moment we wake up to that little sound on our phone that gets us out of bed we're like, Whoa, and you get in the shower and you eat breakfast and you get in the car and you take the kids to school and you go to work. I mean, all that's like routine autopilot, just like when you drive somewhere and you're like, how did I even get here? Mm-hmm. So being being aware that we're kind of on cruise control and we have all these ideas and thoughts about things that may or may not be true. but being able to witness your thought process and kind of take it again, that step back and look at things and be like, that lady pulled out in front of me. I'm not going to get mad at her. Maybe she's having a bad day and she's just in a rush because her kid just called from school and she needs to get there really quick and have a nice day instead of, Oh, what are you doing? Cutting me off. He goes like, so just being aware of everything that's happening and being aware that just because i said it to myself just because i thought it doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth mm-hmm. and i think when we're on autopilot we're conditioned by everything we feed ourselves with the news or you know what our friends think or what our neighbors think and who do they think i am and, like all this self talk monitoring that self talk and then when you're going through your day and things come up that might trigger your ego it's almost like a game of like whack-a-mole, like, Oh, here's ego. Nope. Here's ego. Nope. And trying to stay calm and, and rational and, and logical about it. I'm not, I'm nowhere near, you know, but I'm just aware of it now.
0: So and awareness. For,
1: for, it's awareness. And for mm-hmm. so many years I was unaware mm-hmm. as, as many of us are because it's just the way things are. And, and it's, I don't want to say it's not our fault, but it's kind of not our fault. We we are alive right now in 2023 with phones that are dinging and telling us alerts and notices and we work from our phones. And So this thing is constantly giving us triggers, constantly, whatever they are, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. But we're constantly being fed information from this thing and being able to be aware that, wait a minute, that's maybe that's not my thought. Maybe maybe i am not, i'm not really mad at you it's just you said something that hurt my ego and it makes me feel scared or makes me feel like you could hurt me emotionally so i'm going to clench up my ego and that's there to protect me mm-hmm. because of something you did 20 years ago that is real loud in my mind like oh my gosh ego doesn't remember the the other 5,000 times that you were super nice to me. It's just that one time that you Mm -hmm. said that one thing that really got under my skin.
0: Yeah, I had jotted this down from somewhere where it says, ego is about who is right and truth is about what is right. And when you were talking about that, it just prompted me to remember that because that's exactly what it is. It's this differentiation between who Oh, you pulled out in front of me and now I'm mad about it. And then, like, what is really the truth? Like, what is actually right? That what's actually right in that type of scenario is that I have no idea what's going on in that person's life. And what they just did has nothing to do with me. Now, my response to that is, you know, maybe I was fearful that it put me in danger. So my ego jumps in and now you're angry. But the reality is. There's nothing really to be angry about if I'm able to see and be aware of that. And the other thing I hear from you when you say that about being aware and like in that example is compassion, like just a little bit more understanding. So it starts with awareness and then there's this understanding of what's actually happening versus just this emotional reaction and tornado that takes place.
1: Ego doesn't understand this language, but compassion for for other people and like, knowing that we're all gone through it.
0: Mm-hmm. We're
1: all gone through stuff. We're all going through childhood trauma. We're all going through, maybe we got a real bad situation at work or we're just coming out of a horrible relationship or just who knows, but we're all going through different phases of our life of different levels of hardship. And, and that can cause people to act in ways that they probably would never act. So you just never know. But I think where you can hedge it off is that that has nothing to do with me? Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with me. That that running through that light has nothing to do with me. And mm. for so long I lived that that has something to do with me. Or okay. if someone's rude to me in person, that has something to do with you know. I'm I'm a very people pleasing. I'm a very reputation. Everything's that that stuff's important to me. My personality, personally, and it's like I, I sense that and and but. If someone's maybe gives me the cold shoulder, maybe it's about them and it's not about me and just being aware of, you know, my ego is telling me that, that I've done something wrong and living Mm -hmm. in the fear of that. But it's just being aware of is, is the key being aware.
0: Yeah. Well, I think you're doing a great job. I know you said you don't get it right all the time, but we've definitely come a long way personally. And I know that many of our friends and family members and people that we talk to would recognize that in us. And also, it's easier than to recognize in other people when they're really working toward understanding their own ego and what triggers them and being aware. And just to kind of circle back to the beginning when you were talking about Metallica, I just want to bring up that you're a great example of that in following suit. Just last night, you went and We're learning something new from someone who's invested a lot of time in learning guitar, the technique of guitar, which you're a great guitar player already, but you have a lot of room to grow in that area. And so it takes the awareness of your ego and and being able to say, well, the only reason I wouldn't do that is because it makes me feel stupid or maybe I might look dumb or I I already know that stuff but you're able to say, but that's not actually true. And I have I have room to grow and something that I can learn. And I just think that, you know, those little instances and examples oftentimes go unnoticed, but just, you know, you shared that story about Metallica and then you literally just did the exact same thing last night. So kudos to you for like all that you've learned about yourself and all that you work on day in and day out.
1: Well, honestly, I want to share that story about Kirk Hammett, and thank you for noticing with me, I've kind of always been that way. I've always looked at myself as like a student to the game, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is just a journey and trying to figure it out. And I, I definitely, I used to take drum lessons. I mean, like, I just, I want to learn, you know, the things that I don't know. And I think it's important to share these stories because someone gave Kirk Hammett that idea. It might, we well, we'll have to unpack this a little bit and see, but maybe like, his mom or, or his, you know, father did something like that, that gave him the idea. I mean, cause he was a 20 year old kid. Full of ego rush, you know, getting the, the, the dream gig. And he could have just been like, eh, I'm going to quiet that voice telling me to get these lessons. I'm, I'm going to enjoy, I'm going to party. I'm going to enjoy this situation. But he was able to do that. And I wonder like where he, got that from where he drew that from so yep it's interesting
0: well thank you for a great conversation around ego and my pleasure that conversation continues every single day all the time around here and i'm sure we'll have another conversation around it again because there's so much to unpack when it comes to identifying our ego and and knowing what to do with it when we're aware of it so
1: it's a never-ending journey
0: that's right hey yo Congratulations on investing into yourself and your growth. I hope you found this episode to be beneficial and feel proud of yourself for showing up. If you found this episode helpful, please consider sharing with someone else who may benefit from it too. I'd love to hear from you, so hit me up on all socials, at Braun, And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow for new episodes and updates. Also, it's super important to mention, this is intended for entertainment and education through experience. None of it is fully known to be fact and is not a replacement for professional advice from a therapist or doctor. Thank you so much for being here with me and be sure to thank yourself for showing up.